0: Thirteen minutes past eight, and I mean, it should have been a peaceful Friday of worship last week. Instead, more than 300 lives were brutally taken in Egypt, a result of a, a horrific attack on a Sufi mosque in Bir al-Abed, northern Sinai. Dozens of attackers were involved, but apparently inspired by IS, Professor Gaudet Baghdad. From the National Defence University's Near East South Asia Centre for Strategic Study joins us for further discussion while visiting Seoul at the moment. Thank you very much for speaking with us.
1: Thank you very much for having me.
0: What do we know at this point about the perpetrators? So many, of course, they go through, but uh, broadly speaking, can we blame this on IS? Uh,
1: so far, no organization has claimed uh, responsibility, but there are reports that uh, some of the attackers uh, had uh, ISIS uh, shirt on them. So uh, what is clear, it is an uh, extremist group, uh, regardless of uh, which one. The
0: uh, The... The perpetrators reportedly carried IS flags. Can we say at least that they were inspired by this group?
1: Uh, I would agree. Uh, there is uh, some connection, uh, and it is basically the extreme, the extremist ideology.
0: And on the surface, some would say. Yet again, why would Muslims be targeting Muslims in this way, especially if they were IS-inspired? But sadly, that's been a pattern. And, and these were Sufis, uh, but children were among the victims, it should be pointed out. Uh, but the, the Sufi and Christian minorities in Egypt, they, they seem to be quite vulnerable.
1: I believe uh, the target is, uh, from extremist perspective, the target is not that important. The important thing, they are trying to uh, make the point that the government is not in charge, that there is no stability, and uh, it does not make much difference. Uh, Are they killing Muslims, Christians, or other groups the point is uh, the government is not in charge
0: it, it seems like the Islamic state in northern Sinai isns has been growing more and more bold regardless even of this horrific attack what what are they trying to do there on that peninsula
1: Uh, There is consensus among uh, students of Egyptian policy that the Egyptian government uh, so far has failed to integrate uh, Sinai in the broader uh, Egyptian uh, state. Uh, Sinai uh, till today gets much less resources from the government in Cairo, and there are allegations that uh, the people in Sinai are treated as second class citizens and for many years, uh, not under l c but also under Mubarak, uh, the Egyptian officials have promised. To develop Sinai but, but so far they have not made good on this promise
0: well, Egyptian President Abdel Fattah al-Sisi did promise brute force and an iron fist after the attack can we just assess briefly the immediate Egyptian response to the attack uh,
1: this is how bad the Egyptian government is handling it. Every time there is terrorist attack, there are threats of using more brutality, and it is not working. And if you keep doing the same thing and there are no results, uh, you should try something different. And uh, so far uh, the Egyptian government under LCC has not allowed any dialogue, any engagement with opposition, and the only place left for the opposition is to go under the table, underground, and engage in attacks against the government, and innocent people pay the price.
0: Speaking of innocent people, though, um, while the LCC regime has been a accused of being heavy-handed in its counter-terrorism efforts and and perhaps alienating some of those ordinary people. Also, the brutality of this latest attack, um, according to reports, is alienating ordinary people and certainly is not doing uh, the Islamic extremist movement any favours in gathering support in that area. Where would sympathies lie between the government and IS at this point in the Sinai area?
1: Uh, For for sure, there are many tribes in Sinai uh, are not happy with what happened, and I believe many Egyptians are not happy. But again, uh, the repeat of such attacks will uh, send a strong message that uh, Egypt is uh, moving into becoming a failed state, that the government cannot uh, meet its people's expectations in every country people expect uh, public safety security and when the government cannot uh, meet these basic demands uh, this creates resentment and this is probably the first step uh, in the direction of revolution or uprising or instability
0: What about the role of the US and and Israel here? Israel closed geographically. The US very much close emotionally in all of this, um, do they have a very important part to play at this point?
1: American officials have been, dis- have been very disappointed at the Egyptian government because for a long time the uh, US government has been urging the Egyptian government to buy the right equipment, to take care of the right training to fight terrorism. But somehow the Egyptian authority, the Egyptian government, Al-Sisi government, has been insisting on buying heavy equipment uh, to fight another army, which does not make any sense because uh, Egypt does not have does not face any threat from another country, from another army. Egypt is in peace with uh, Israel. Nobody talks about war between Egypt and Israel. Uh, Ethiopia uh, is threatening uh, water, cutting water to Egypt. Uh, There is no military option uh, with Ethiopia. So uh, nobody has... uh, The only thing I can think of... Egypt still thinks of itself as the leader of the Arab world and wants a very strong army, but uh, it is buying the wrong equipment. And uh, again, American officials have been urging the Egyptian government to uh, focus on fighting terrorism, but so far uh, no success.
0: Finally, where does this leave us with... The status of of IS after um, some, some crushing setbacks in in Syria and Iraq, quite distinct uh, movements in both of those countries, uh, is there a danger of of regions like Sinai becoming, um, if not a hotbed of support, something of a of a sanctuary, uh, given the remoteness, the lack of development, the the Bedouin tribes that might be of help.
1: Uh, Honestly, I believe I I was not surprised with this attack. In the last few months, uh, ISIS lost uh, the territory it held in Iraq and Syria, and uh, many people expected that ISIS will try to make the point that uh, they are down but not out, that even they lost uh, their caliphate. Uh, they they are still uh, here, and this attack in Sinai made this point, and they took advantage of uh, weak authority in Sinai and uh, uh, launched this attack. And also, uh, I believe most likely this will not be the la- the last one. Right, most likely there will be more attacks.
0: Well, that's a bleak forecast. <sighs> With so many victims, it's particularly concerning at this point. Professor Bagat, thank you very much for joining us today.
1: uh, It is very sad that innocent people are paying the
0: price. Yes. Professor Gordat Bagat, National Defence University's Near East South Asia Centre for Strategic Study, currently on a trip to Seoul. And it's so easy to forget about those innocent victims each time we hear of these awful atrocities.